The Money Show. Ad feature with Andy Rice. Andy Rice with our Heroes and Zeros this evening. But before we get to Heroes and Zeros, of which you have two pearlers this evening, Andy, um, we chatted to Martin Kingston yeah. in Business for South Africa earlier today, and uh, we had some vaccine supply constraints. Those are out of the way. We got very close to 300,000 vaccinations a day, and then off a cliff, demand fell. And we had early adopters in each age group showing up, getting their vaccinations and leaving a vacuum behind them. And now we've really got to get the people who are hesitating, people who are taking this wait and see approach, who uh, people who have you know, got some maybe real barriers to, to getting their jabs. That is a logistical thing and can be sorted out. But to get in hearts and minds, Andy, it's something you've been talking about for at least six months, possibly longer. Um, and, you know, finally, I think we come into that realization. Well, I hope so, Bruce. Um, good evening. I hope you're well. Um, you know, it's, we actually started talking about this when the issue was getting yourself tested rather than getting yourself vaccinated. But it was exactly the same obstacles that we came up against, um, just a, a general reluctance or hesitancy or possibly a complete fear of of uh, the tests and of the vaccine. Uh, and we we haven't really, I don't think, made much progress in the way of, of communication in order to persuade the hesitancy sector. And when one hopes that the the really rabid anti-vaxxers are a very small minority, but they seem to be they seem to have got a better publicity team than the uh, than the mainstream uh, the rest of us have got. But uh, yeah, we we need to do something because the the gap is widening between uh, how many. Uh, vaccines we've got and how many people have, have applied to be vaccinated. It's, it's worrying. We're nowhere near where we should be. Absolutely. And we see some practical applications of local knowledge. Limpopo, 40% ahead of the national average, only at 14 versus 10%, but still ahead of the national average, looking at local conditions, knowing local communities and saying, how do we get this done better? And I mean, really taking control, which is admirable. Yeah, and, and hats off to Limpopo for managing to do that. Um, I, I, I simply see a complete absence of, of communication from government authorities. The, the areas that there has been a limited amount of really great communication is from the private sector. And one, one brand in particular has done a really excellent job, sustained over several uh, elements of a campaign, um, and that is MTN, and that's the brand that you were talking about at the outset, about um, really moving piece of work. Um, and uh, I think that the planners and creatives and management at MTN clearly understand the different ways that they can communicate. They can, they can coerce or they can persuade um, or they can motivate or, in this particular case, um, uh, make sure that, that people understand that there is a real benefit to them and not just to um, uh, sort of the masses out there. Um, we, we really do need to understand that people must look at this issue and say, I actually would prefer to be vaccinated because I'm being given some very credible and important benefits. And what MTN are, are, are giving um, is they're asking for one more push from each of the African nations and African societies. Keep it up for a better tomorrow. Um, so what they're then showing through a series of vignettes of engaging little um, uh, interactions with the trappings initially of 
uh, of, of um, the COVID lifestyle and then how much better it would be back to where we were. There's you know, little things like when, showing a small child with an ice cream cone uh, sticking <laughs> it into his mouth without removing the mask first. And, you know, there's little sort of little enjoyable observations, yeah. which are very true. Um, and then what they're saying is this is what it's like now. It could be back to where we were for yourself, for your partner, for the country, if you are prepared to uh, you know, to, to consider being vaccine, vaccinated. And that's, that's the thing they're saying, make it worth my while emotionally and not just logically or scientifically, and I will respond. And, that's, and MTN have done it well, I think, um, as have um, Savannah, who we, we um, uh, mentioned a couple of weeks ago. But they're, they're so limited. There's like two or three brands that are saying we'll carry the, the communication burden on our own shoulders if no one else is going to. But you can do it by, and you're building your brand at the same time. I feel warmer towards MTN having seen that advert. I really do, because they express so much of what I'm feeling about the vaccine process and what I'm feeling about um, the, the, the COVID process. The, 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 the advert is, it starts off quite frenetic and it gets increasingly frenetic and people are getting frustrated and we've all got into our cars and ripped off their mask and screamed, or at least I have, uh, and not just once. Um, I sheer frustration yep. at this flippant thing on your face um, and, and then suddenly the, the tone of the ad changes and it's this can be better, get vaccinated and we can go back to feeling free again and I think that was what was so powerful about it um, brands and their customers uh, it's quite an interesting thing how when you create a brand and you put it out into the world, you lose control of that brand almost immediately. You hope people buy into your vision and your idea. Um, what was that? Uh, Burberry. They make those sort of like tan or camel or fawn or dark beigey colored garments with black and red and white um, checks. Absolutely iconic Burberry brand. They got into trouble a couple of years ago because a particular group of people in the UK, the Chavs, adopted their very classic design as a uniform almost and went from this very trendy Burberry and they positioned themselves completely differently and then the chavs sort of undermined what Burberry was trying to do. They got sales, they got sales, uh, but the chavs took control of the brand. The Taliban, I mean, if you were going to say what is the Taliban's favorite truck, you'd have to say everything keeps going right Toyota. I'm not sure Toyota's that delighted. Um, or are they? Yeah, I mean, you're so right about who owns the brand. And if you spend any time in marketing circles, you'll quickly hear at some point um, that the marketer, the manufacturer, does not own the brand. The brand is owned by the customer, by the consumer. Um, and that's become a kind of a truism now. Um, and that, th this is what um, this little episode with Toyota is about. And it's, so they are victims of their own success. The, uh, the story that I picked up on Court's Daily Brief this morning um, was headlined, even Toyota seemed to know that the Taliban would take Kabul. Now, that's, <laughs> you, you cannot not read on from that kind of a headline. Um, and what's happened is that the, um, the Taliban and presumably other um, organizations of equivalent 
ethics around the world have um, uh, adopted the the Land Cruiser Stroke Hilux as a platform for some rather unpleasant weapons of war. And it is the vehicle of choice for resistance organizations or guerrilla parties or whatever you like to call them. And um, in, uh, in Afghanistan, um, you you can't see a piece of television news footage without there being a, a Toyota somewhere in, in the distance. Now, that's not Toyota's fault. Far from it. They, they've been building the brand over, over the years. But t- sometimes you do find that you can't necessarily control the audience group that you would like to pursue the brand and those that you wouldn't like to pursue the brand. Exactly the same as the Burberry story you just told where... You know, Burberry wanted to continue with only with people who are striding across the Scottish moors and shooting grouse. And um, what we what we have here is the Toyota saying we can't have our image scarred and abused by the fact that the vehicle happens to be popular with a with a um, an unpleasant crowd. And so what they've done uh, with the launch of the new Land Cruiser only literally done two weeks ago um, is that they have. Uh, they, they are insisting that all purchasers, all customers who select the 2022 uh, Land Cruiser must sign a contract, a document at the same time, which um, uh, forces them to say they will not resell the vehicle uh, within a year. Because obviously the resale of vehicles is an e- a relatively easy way to get an almost new Land Cruiser from somewhere. So by... By, by applying this contractual limitation to the sale, they're hoping that they will prevent uh, vehicles taking the back route into uh, in, into organisations like the Taliban. It's, uh, it's, as I say, they're a victim of their own success. A great brand, a brand that everybody loves and everybody really wants a Land Cruiser at some point in the future. But, yeah, uh, absolutely, tough as, tough as nails and, and great for that environment. But yeah, um, you can't control who adopts your brand. Let's do Hero, Andy. We need to move on to Heroes. And it is, you sent me an ad, this, this advert and I'd seen the making of the advert. Yet when I watched this particular advert, I've had an attack of vertigo and I, and I don't like heights, but it's brilliant. Yes, it is, and and um, it's good enough to temporarily knock that M- that lovely MTN commercial off my list of choices for uh, for a hero this week. It's from Emirates Airlines, and it's a television campaign or a content campaign which has been created to celebrate the fact that you can now fly back into UK from from um, the UAE. So it's a kind of hello Dubai. Um, uh, message, but what they've done is they've taken the most iconic aspect of the, the Dubai skyline, which is the the Burj Khalifa hotel, no less than 828 meters high, almost a kilometer off the ground, and they persuaded what, what appears at first glance, but actually the, the behind the scenes video will confirm that it's a stunt um, a woman of of great courage. She goes right to the very very tip of the of the tower where it's literally a meter or so in diameter across and from there in the iconic emirates cabin crew uniform 
she says, you know, welcome back to uh, to Dubai and welcome back to to the UK for those wanting to go in the other direction. It's a extraordinarily vertigo-inducing ad, as you discovered. Um, and uh, the, the, you look at it the first time you say that has to be Photoshop and studio green screens and Lord knows what else. It's not, though. That's the amazing thing. It is absolutely genuine. This woman stands on this tiny platform <laughs> nearly a kilometre oh. away. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Sorry. I, when I say stop it, I mean, don't mean stop it. I mean, stop it. But, but please describe it because you're making my skin crawl. Sorry, it is brilliant. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, well, I, mean, I think that's the, that's the core um, creative device is to, is to show this unbelievable, um, uh, uh, whatever the word is, unbelievable um, setup where she, she goes up inside the tower of the, of the hotel merges literally at the very top and stands there and waves to, to people there's a drone filming her and she has a, a dylan-esque uh, set of cards which she felt works her way through showing them to the camera and each of them carrying a message about the reinstating of, of uh, services between dubai and the uk mm. Uh, that's magnificent and beautifully shot really good okay team zero we've got two zeros they are Separate but related. George, could we have the coffee one, please? And Andy could tell us why it sucks. So, can I come up with some coffee? What coffee is it? Does it matter? Does it matter? Once you've tasted Dow Egberts, you won't drink anything else. Yes, it matters. Why do you hate that so much, Andy? Well, um, mainly because it is, uh, it, it falls between being spoof hyperbole and being serious romantic drama, and it doesn't know which it is. Um, I think that anyone who um, can remember going out on a hot date um, would find his response to an offer to go out for coffee to the young lady's flat is um, unrealistic. So it can't really work That's in the sort of super conventional romantic about drama. the coffee. Oh. <laughs> yes, I, I mean, I, okay, I'm, I'm being hyper-literal, uh, I apologise, but it just, that, that kind of, of advertising needs to convey realism and uh, or thigh-slapping humour, one or the other, and it just doesn't do either, and I don't think it, by association it does the brand any good at all. But what we do have this week is an absolutely uh, astonishing new innovation, which is the, the team zero, where we have two zeros, but they're not just any two that we, we liked uh, or disliked, rather, but they are related. And you could, if you wanted to, consume both in one go, because the other zero is for, from uh, Cremora, who for the 74th time are trying to resurrect it's not in, on top, it's inside. Not inside, yeah, it's on no, top, sorry. No, no. Um, so they need to play, we need to play it for you again. You got it wrong. So now you're forced to listen to it again. George, Cremora. Oh, right. Beef stew and Cremora. Mmm, <laughs> Cremora. Woo! Where is it? He knows I love my Cremora. Now he hides it. Cremora tastes so rich and creamy, you'd expect to find it in the fridge. Bandile, there's no Cremora in the fridge. It's not it's on top. He's not inside. He's on, on top. But she doesn't even deliver the line very well. 
you know, sorry, actress. Um, yeah, yeah I'm tired. Performance advertising is, is, is what the category would be known as, and I'm afraid um, the performance is, is not that great, and I can't understand why um, Nestle um, demonstrate their lack of creative uh, vocabulary and, uh, and opportunity by recycling yet again, rather worse than the original, the um, uh, It's Not Inside, It's On Top. Absolutely. Andy writes two zeros for you this evening. What a treat. Uh, I've even forgotten how to pronounce it now. Dao Echbert's, the coffee. It's not realistic as an advert and not funny either. Uh, It's not inside, it's on top. Done. I love the ad. I love the original. I've loved some versions of it. I didn't like this one. Emirates gets the hero status. We've got to get the messaging around uh, vaccinations working better. Thank you, Andy Rice. Heroes and zeros from the world of advertising on a Tuesday.